surprising things men find beautiful in a woman. If you don't know the green flags that make a man be attracted to you, you will continue to waste your time, send the wrong signals, and ultimately attract emotionally unavailable men. In this video, I reveal seven significant signals that will help you to attract your man today. Hi, I'm Antje Boyd, and I help women to attract the men they want. This is the channel where we magnetize your man so that man you want loves and desires you forever. If you want to be the woman who quality men pursue and cherish, then comment below I am ready. If you like what I wear or anything else about this video, then please like it, share it with all of your friends, and of course, subscribe. I really appreciate it. So let's get right to these signs because you never want to be sending the wrong signals. Number seven is confidence. What man doesn't love a woman who can really be in confidence like walking in her heels, attracting all the energy towards her. Now, confidence in and of itself is actually defined as an ability to deal with whatever comes your way. So there is almost like an internal irresistibility, like almost like an internal resilience that you're exuding, right? There's, there's almost like something about that that you're not afraid of anything that comes your way, so that naturally your behavior, your body language, your words will come from a place of love and from a place of expansion. Does that make sense? Because otherwise, when you're not confident, your words, your body language, and so on will come from a place of fear and from limitation and from scarcity and so on. And guess what? We are actually transferring emotions to the other person. So you'll see, if we feel confident about ourselves, the man will also feel extremely confident about himself after he went on a date with us. So it's kind of like it really wraps off. So confidence it's extremely attractive to men. Number six, adventure. Now, this is actually due to two different things. One is men love variety, right? Like this is like, well, my men love to date, while men love to <laughs> go to different sports games and so on, different bars, have more than just one friend most often, but they love variety, right? And, and variety is also going with adventure. And adventure is also combined with risk. Because risk is really like sort of like living on the edge of your comfort zone, doing something different. Now, this goes into the category of growth, which of course is super important for a couple, for a relationship in order to be sustainable versus becoming stale and hitting a plateau. He, besides, he also wants to see, like, how are you actually behaving? How much are you embracing risk? How much are you embracing adventure? Because the truth of the matter is, life in and of itself is an adventure. And he actually also gets to see, how are you dealing with the unknown? How are you dealing with the edge? Does he have to walk on eggshells all the time, right? Or, or can he actually be 
comfortable, like actually leaning in a little bit more, risking a little bit more, because he knows that you have the capacity inside of yourself. Number five is this woman who a man is really attracted to is holding her own. Now, this, of course, goes back to being really independent, holding her own, right? Like really knowing who she really is, what she is made out of, what her hobbies are. She has her own friendship circles. Now, to give you a story, when I met my incredible husband, Brody, of now seven years, like he was really impressed how much I was holding my own. I was coming actually to Hawaii from the mainland by myself. I also came from Germany to the US by myself. And so there was something about like, wow, this woman has a vision and she's carrying the vision out, right? She's like holding her own. And besides that fact, I was also dating other men as well. Now, you don't, don't do that purposefully. If you're doing that to make him jealous, it just happened. So because I was holding my own, so I was living my life. So I was also seeing other men. I wasn't putting someone else on a pedestal, but instead I was putting, if anything, anyone, myself on a pedestal and ask myself all the time, but what's it about me, right? Am I enjoying myself? Do I want to have another date? Number four is be the original you. That's the saying, like, take you because all the other roles are already taken. So you may as well be you. Now, what's important about that is, is I remember on my journey, I tried so hard not to be me. As a matter of fact, I came from Eastern Germany. I learned to be extremely like competent. I was wearing a lot of black, a professional suits and so on, right? And I was terrified to wear a flower dress. Now, we're not talking about outfits today, but the point here is that I was terrified of what that flower dress represented, which was that playful part inside of me, that childlike self that actually was so much more me. It was so much more my essence. I'm so silly. I'm a handful. I'm a goofball, you know, and all of that was like totally hidden. And I was wondering why I was simply not attracting the right men for you, but uh, for me, but instead was actually attracting a lot of men who were actually not right for me at all and who wanted me to be sort of like this non-emotional being that doesn't have any needs. Now, once I started to actually be that original, authentic me, like my husband really loved it and also some men that I met before as well. But it was so refreshing to be sad, to be angry. As a matter of fact, ladies, I was the biggest biatch the night before my husband proposed to me. Again, I'm not saying be the biggest bitch so he proposes to you tomorrow, but I was authentically me, right? I was my original self. I was not trying to be someone else. I was not comparing myself to someone else who was maybe more mature or maybe more composed or maybe, uh, and so on and so forth, any qualities that I didn't have, but instead working on magnifying the qualities that I did have. So give it a try. Number three is compassionate communication. Now, I remember a time when I was dating my husband and okay, this is like, <laughs> this is going to be a very interesting example. And I don't know how high the chances are that you're going to repeat that, but I just want to drive home a point. 
And it, it was really about like being really always in communication with my man. So whatever I think, what I say, what I do is in alignment, which of course is how you create the ultimate trust that then of course causes this deeply connected intimacy that you so desire to have. So what I ended up doing with my husband, I actually told him that I wanted to manipulate him. You see, sometimes it can be so powerful to actually seek out conversations in moments where it's actually the most uncomfortable, where it's actually the most counterintuitive, where actually a part inside of you is saying, have you lost your mind? And what's funny about that was that my husband actually laughed when I said that to him. And he said, really, tell me more. How did you want to do that? And of course, it opened up a plethora of like a world of communication that we would have never reached if we wouldn't be authentic and compassionate with each other. So leave me a comment below if you have experienced that as well, if it's really helped you to communicate or if you have any fears around communication. Leave a comment below. Number two, authenticity. You see, I remember a time when I came from Germany to the US and I had this opportunity to do voice enunciation classes. In other words, losing my German accent. You see, so many times in life we do that. We have actually things that make us us, right? And then we kind of shave that off, right? We kind of like just generalize us. We just kind of shave it off. And so like asking yourself right now, what is that for you where you actually take the edginess out of your authenticity, who you really are? You know, I have here my, my love line, Beyonce, she's our company mascot, right? So there's like many things that are very typical for our company, right? Like really embracing who we are as a brand. And of course, me as a woman, like really being the extension of that and really inviting you to be playful, to be silly, to be goofy, to be any of the things. Or if you're nerd, like if you're nerdy, like by all means, Go for it. Like, don't try to sound cool in an online dating profile, but instead share a story that's very unique about you. Maybe a particular travel um, experience that you had, or maybe particular food you ate if you're, if you're a chef, or whatever it is for you that makes you you. Allow the man to see you because it's so much easier for you to be seen if you allow him to see you. And finally, number one, you are in your zone. You are on purpose. You know why you're here on this planet and you're unapologetic about it. You are passionate about it. There's this life force energy that is flooding your body when you do it. And it doesn't really matter if that's if, if that's, you know, if you're a hairdresser or if you're a designer or if you run your own company or if you're a nurse or if you're a mom, like it doesn't really matter, but how you doing it with passion? Is that your purpose, right? Does that make the biggest difference in your life? Are you expressing your unique values with that very thing that you're doing? So when I met my husband, I was on, I was on purpose. I was already helping single women like you to attract the right man for them. And ironically, my husband was helping men to help men to attract the right woman for them. So look at that, right? Like so specific. And of course, we then combined forces 
And of course, we're able to make a bigger difference on this planet. So leave me a comment below. Like if that resonates for you, if you feel like you're on purpose, or maybe what stops you from being on purpose. I'm looking forward to talking to you on the next video. Lots of love. Take care.